Bossa Pecão, na Bossa Pecão. With your hosts, powerhouse performance couple, expert leaders, Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. What's going on? Welcome back to the Boss Effect Podcast. And on today's show, we have a special guest. This guest is a founder of Rock Your Gift. He's an event enrollment expert. He also works with talented coaches and speakers to help them stand out in their space and consistently attract raving fans. Let's welcome Sean Stewart to the Boss Effect Podcast. What's up? What's up? So grateful to be here. This is awesome. Hey, I also forgot to mention before we get started, Sean, that he's also a great hip hop artist as well. <laughs> so let's put that in there. Do you share that? We got you share that. We got the Sean's, <laughs> Sean squared in the house today. <laughs> so Sean Stewart, man, tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I have been coaching uh, entrepreneurs and creative uh, people for over 11 years now. And I have a background as a, as a creative. My dad's an Academy-nominated screenwriter of films like Officer and a Gentleman and Blue Lagoon. And, you know, I came up in a very creative environment where my dreams were encouraged. And, uh, and I followed those dreams into different art forms like painting as well as uh, doing um, spoken word poetry and then producing albums as an artist, as you were mentioning. And then later, uh, around 2010, I followed a deeper calling to work with people in uh, the coaching space. I got trained by Tony Robbins and uh, started my uh, career in Hawaii and through public speaking, you know, got clients and started to share my gift. And uh, ultimately now have been working with hundreds of clients, helping them with both uh, attracting more clients and getting more visibility through events, as well as how to bridge their creativity in their business so that they can stand out as market leaders, like you were saying. Great, great. So I want to ask you, man, how were you able to take, because like we, like we mentioned in the beginning that you were a hip hop artist, how were you able to take that gift and transform it into a coach and be able to help people that's not necessarily like in the hip hop realm that doesn't even, you wouldn't even fathom listen to hip hop. How are you able to work with those guys and them knowing that you are a hip hop artist and love that fact that, that you are a hip hop artist? <laughs> it took a while for me to bridge those two worlds. At first, it was kind of like I switched from the creative like rapper MC to the buttoned up like business entrepreneur coach guy who's trying to you know be all businessy. And so it took me a while to own that those two sides of me have value together. And uh, at the same time, I found initially a lot of alignment between those two sides because the rapper, you know, is sharing their gift on stage, communicating. And you, for me, always an inspiring message. My raps were always about transforming. It was spoken word poetry before that. It was always about, you know, supporting people to see new perspectives or inspiring people and empowering people through my lyrics. So then to move that over to originally being a life coach, before I worked with entrepreneurs, I was a life coach. It was kind of a natural fit because my the essence of who I am is somebody even before I was rapping or before I was coaching that was always wanting to inspire people. 
people. So like going back to like being a kid, my mom would introduce me to people like um, like Wayne Dyer or Deepak Chopra or Marianne Williamson. And I would read these books and I was always fascinated with uh, spirituality and mindset and so forth. So like now as a coach, that just naturally like kind of put it together. And then to be able to now do stages, like I, as I said, I started my career with speaking. And so being able to now share my gift on stage, it's very similar. As I know you are aware, it has a similar crossover. And so there was a point where I stopped trying to be the button up coach and 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 putting the the wrapper aside and found that if I could become my whole self, not only would I be more aligned, but people like you guys that I've connected with over the years who have this creative background actually start to see more of, you know, themselves in me or me and them. And there's more alignment with the people that I'm attracting because I'm finally showing up as the artist slash entrepreneur. Sean, and not only are you showing up as the artist slash entrepreneur, you said you bridged the gap for your clients. You actually did that for yourself. So it's easier for you to relate to someone like Queen Kimmy and Sean Seven. <laughs> You know, when we were looking to bridge that gap, because right. we're not going to sit here and be like, oh, my God, humble, because I'm really sitting here like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. We're actually interviewing our coach. <laughs> <laughs> because I remember when we actually thought about creating the boss effect, you know, like we were literally thinking about creating it as a coaching program. And everything that you just said reigns true. When you're thinking about things and you're talking about rocking your gift, that is one of the things that really, really attracted us to you. And we want to also take the time to let you listen and know that Sean is a phenomenal coach, y'all. Like yes, literally, like literally, we are rocking our gift today because it started with us being attracted to the way you were able to bridge that and rock your gift. Yes. And also, I am Sean Stewart. And I am a boss. What's up? What's up? Let's go. I'm grateful to be here. <laughs> well, Sean, we want to thank you, first of all, for putting up with Sean Seven for all that time. I don't know how you were able oh, to really? do it. Just putting up with me or not? So what do you do? What is your what is your superpower? How do you do that? When you say, oh, my God, how do you do that? I consider that a superpower. What is your superpower in helping people to bridge their gaps? I think my superpower has to do with my ability to uh, to bring out the champion in people. Like I ultimately am a transformational coach. And while my work on the outer side, like externally is about helping people get clients and share their message from stages or leverage their time through group programs and things like that. At the center, I'm a transformational coach. And that message ultimately is that we all have that champion within us. And so I feel like at the end of the day, a lot of times clients are coming to me with specific problems in different areas. But when you really break it down, there's some mindset stuff. There's some ways in which just like I disowned the rapper at the beginning of my career because I thought it wasn't professional. I had to be the buttoned up business coach. I see people who don't own parts of themselves and they feel they have to be somebody else or they look outside and they say, I'm not good enough because I don't have this thing that this person I look up to has or whatever, whatever that may be, things from their past, things from their present, you know, ways in which they view themselves, where I really find my gift and my talent is helping people to own their power, to uh, uncover the blocks that are in the way and to snip powerfully through to a new version of who they're here to be like and that's why for me like events are so fun because when you do an event as I know you guys know and like my rock your gift events every time I share uh, a message from stage anytime I set a date 
and I show up even back when I was doing rapping and performing, like, and I know you know what that's like, Sean, like when you set a, like a date to like perform at a club or you have that thing, you're not the same person as you were when you stepped in that, because that like moment, there's always a way that you step into a higher level of who you are. So there's the inner game piece that I help people with where it's like, you can do this or set the date or you know what, like those things in the past aren't what you think they are. Here's the truth of who you are. Like uncovering that, moving those blocks, getting people to go, you're right, you're right. I actually do have this power and I can do this thing. And now it's like set the date. Now do this in the real world because the second that it goes from the mindset to an actual like event and this this opportunity to express is there, you truly can't deny that that person has transformed. That's where I feel like the real gift is for me. That is what's up, Sean. So real quick, when you first begin your journey into the coaching world, who are the three most influential people that helped you begin your, your, your journey? Mm, yeah, so Tony Robbins uh, was the first one and his impact was immeasurable because of the technologies around transformation that I learned from him, ability to get inside and really help somebody transform their limiting beliefs and stuff and like step into their power. That came from the skills I learned from Tony. The second one was Brendan Burchard. I went to an event of his in, I don't know, 2012 or something like that early on in my career. And I experienced him come out to this flow rider song, you know, it was like, so I don't even, it was like shut this club down or something. It was a dope ass song. And like, he's coming out and it's like almost, I don't think there were beach balls, but the, the crowd was going crazy. Like as if you were at one of those events where there's beach balls, everybody's just like going nuts. And I had never seen a personal growth speaker have that level of like party atmosphere, people just like energetically exploding. And the, and, the, and the mixture of this really smart transformational coach and then the flow rider song, it gave me this idea that I could merge those two worlds. So that was the second one. And then I would say the third most impactful person, I would ultimately say that it's a guy named Kyle Cease. And the reason is because Kyle, he shows up on stage. He's a transformational coach and comedian and he shows up on stage and he freestyles like three day events. Like every time he gets on stage, he freestyles. And what it did for me was a, it made me see that that gift that I have, that you have Sean of expressing oneself like extemporaneously, that it is more than just a novelty, that there's actual transformation and there, there's downloads that are coming from people who do that, that are legit breakthroughs for others. If you could own that that power of being in the moment actually has more value sometimes than a structured talk. And then also the idea that he demonstrated, which was that ultimately, like, I don't need to be so overly perfect. Like I can just be me and that there's value in that. That's something I still strive towards to this day because I've built a lot of structures in my business that are helpful systems, but they sometimes feel like I'm working too hard to like create something versus owning that my true value is the present moment. And that's something that, again, I continue to move towards and own it almost like want to stand for, for people to realize that the value of the thing that's easiest for us is immeasurable. And we usually downplay it. Yep. I can contest that. So, Sean, man, what would you say, you know, one thing that actually that you took from the hip hop world that works in the coaching world that you use to help with your clients? Um, I would say, uh, um, the, the freestyle piece, right? Like um, the idea that there's more value in your presence than your presentation. Like 
right? Like that is something that it frees people up when they realize that, for instance, on one of the, the workshop, virtual workshop trainings that I do that, you know, you're going to do better conversion wise, you're going to get more people signing up to work with you to buy your programs or to hire you to get on a call with you if you're present. So you got to drop the scripts and you got to bring your gift. And yes, the structure still needs to be there to a degree. You don't want to wing it or you could, like I was talking about with Kyle Cease. I think it's good to have a little bit of structure because sometimes when we wing it in certain situations, we end up going back and thinking, man, if I'd done this and done that, it probably would have gone better. So a little bit of structure, actually somebody that I worked with once called it freestyle in a framework. So the merging between freestyling and then a little bit of, of like an outline, it allows you to know where you're going next, but it allows you to be present. That's one really cool way that it's coming in. You know, I was hoping you were going to say that. I was too. When we went to Rock Your Gift, I saw how everybody that, you know, it didn't matter how what their ages were. And it was some, it was some people in there that the ages was high up there. And they were all comfortable in that circle Right. And having fun. It was just like everybody just let their hair down and it would just be in their cells and having fun. So I was hoping I that know, you was going to say that, that freestyle. I didn't expect them to be so uh, open to rapping. We did. We put people into little <laughs> little ciphers and they were all going after it. I loved it. Okay. So since you all get to talk about the uh, hip hop world, I'm going to bring it back into the coaching world. <laughs> I'm bringing it back into the coaching world. And I would like to know, Sean, what type of people resonate with you? What type of people do you enjoy working with the most? Yeah. So there's two types of people. Um, there's those who already have a business. And if you have a business, the type of people that I resonate with are the people that want who let's say have clients have some visibility in the marketplace what they want to do is they want to create more free time they want to open up their their structurally they're they're like working too hard they're overwhelmed they're 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 taking on a lot of individual clients that have you know a lot of demands and they're not charging enough right so like i can quickly take somebody like that and help them shift the structure so that they can start raising their prices and create more value for their customers at the same time by creating these evergreen group programs. So that's one person I do very well with. I have clients who, you know, they, they don't come to me necessarily to get their, their, their audience built. They come to me basically because they need to make more and work less. And I can do that really easily. And then on the other side, I love working with people who let's say don't have a business, but they have a spark. They know that what they're doing in their life is not where they are ultimately here to be. They have a creative calling and the world has kind of, and the situation of the circumstances got them to have to take steps that are not aligned with what they're really here to do. Those are those people too, I, I help inspire them to see that, that calling within, it's trying to get them to go to the next level and follow that dream as I have, as you have, to manifest something and the fears that we have that stop us from taking those actions those things are part of what, when we break through them, make us strong leaders in our lives. So those are the two types of people I love working with. Did you start out working with those type of people or did you gravitate to that the more you became an expert in your field? <laughs> <laughs> so both. I mean, when I started out as a life coach and I will work with people of all kinds of realms, I learned more and more what I liked and what I didn't like because of those, the variation of people. So after a while, I started to figure that I like people, for instance, who are open to growth. I like people who study personal growth, who, who believe that, you know, change is possible and who are open to being coached by me, take those brave steps. That's one thing like versus being uncoachable, being somebody who's like closed minded. And so I, I started to gravitate towards the people who were receptive to the transformation. On the other side, 
I like people who have already created some success and are like starting from scratch because I can make a huge up leveling in their income. And that is something that came after a lot of experience working with some very new business owners in my program. And then some people who are more advanced in realizing that one of them was a whole lot of heavy lifting and a little bit of satisfaction. The other one was a whole lot of ease and a ton of satisfaction. So that's how that came about. Well, I'm going to just put it out there and say that when we started working with uh, one of the things that I learned from working with Sean is that you are very patient. You are patient to a fault. You are patient to a T. And um, I just want to say that when you're looking for someone who's going to be patient and compassionate and understand you and give you that space, you were definitely that for me because I know I can be uncoachable at times. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wouldn't say uncoachable, but I do know there's sometimes that part of you that, you know, wants to kind of combat or go against and, and own. And then I was always coming from a place of love and support and knowing uh, yeah. even if there was a little bit of that energy that I was willing to stay with you on it because I knew that deeper down there was a desire to break through that and that always showed up. And you always uh, followed through on those goals to break through those things and to step into that. And it's clear because of who you are today and the the way in which you've integrated those sides. So it's worth it. We were going to just put you on the spot and say, so how did you feel the first time we talked to you and we said, Sean, we think we're going to do the boss effect, bold, outspoken, soulful storytellers. Well, I was impressed. Uh, You guys put (laughs) your all into really getting your, uh, your branding concept you know, locked. And sometimes when I see people in that place of trying to get their ducks in order, kind of working on the details behind the scenes, making sure the words are right, it's sometimes a little bit challenging for me because I'm like, let's just get out there and do X. And some people are like, no, 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 I got to get this thing solved first. And so I was really impressed by the level of commitment that you guys had to that message. And then you were like committed 10 or 20 times more than I was even aware, even after I was aware, because then to see you guys launch with the logo, launch with the brand, launch with the TV station, launch with the, you know, podcast, all these things became an outgrowth of being clear on what your message was and how you and Sean connect and combine your gifts together. And it was just like, okay, you know what? I think there's something to be said for taking some time and like getting those pieces in place before you jump out the box, because Obviously, the clarity you guys have now makes it all worthwhile to share your gifts from. So I love that. So at the beginning of the at the beginning, we said that you were an expert at event enrollment. Yep. I also want to add to that that you are an expert at, like you said, bringing out the champion in folks. Yeah, mm, definitely. I love that. I actually am. Um, Uh, transitioning and starting to help more people with the mindset piece. It's good that you brought that up because for a long time, I would stick exclusively to business coaching. And there's a part of me now that's uh, starting to open back up to more of the life coach, more of the message to people who simply want to step into that champion energy. And so you're going to see more and more stuff like that and uh, membership that I'm launching to help people step into that on their high, like highest identity. And so I love that you said that. And I'm glad that came up in this in this conversation because, yeah, that's part of the new the new stuff that I'm be launching soon. Awesome. Tell us more about the new stuff. That was too short. Tell us more about the. New yeah. <laughs> 
Well, the, the thing is to me is that when I got into this industry, I was learning how to generate high ticket and to niche down into markets, right? And that was like the most simple pathway to creating success. And so that had worked for me very well. I was able to niche into entrepreneurship and be able to create high ticket packages, originally helping people with high ticket sales because I have a good skill set in that sales part. So people would hire me and I would teach them my sales thing and I would charge 15, 20K, 10K, things like that. And it was beautiful. And I moved on to working with people in events and a variety of other entrepreneur things. And all the while, if we go back to the creative piece, the artist, the rapper, you know, our goal, I assume we have the same goal, Sean, is when we share a message through our music is to have as many people who resonate with it to want to buy it or to get onto that movement of it, right? It's not so much exclusive, like, oh, you have to be, you know, like making this much money to like my music or something. Like, you're like, I want this to resonate with the masses. And I think that what happened for me is that that was the original thing is to, is to share a message that can be widely experienced that you don't have to have anything really like the way Les Brown's messages, right? Like everybody can access his and if they want to come into his coaching programs, great, you can pay, you know, high ticket, but the message is wide. And that's something that I think that I forgot about as I got really deep into the high ticket space. And as I've gone through a lot of evolutions of what I'm called to do is to get my message out to everyone, to as many people as possible, which means personal growth is where, like you said, my gift is. So I feel like it's easier. I feel like it's more exciting. I feel like it's more um, like it's just a wider and more aligned purposeful mission that I think it's time for me to step forward into. So it's very early in the birth of it. In, fa in fact, I did some meditation and work this morning on stuff and it just popped hard in like my mindset around like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna launch this membership and it's gonna be about you know this, this, this uh, champion transformational direction and so to bring it on here the same day i think that it's just a confirmation that this is where i'm going and i'm excited about it so Sean, yes i want to know something real quick i don't know if i asked you in the beginning or not but i, I want to know you're in la right i'm actually in san diego san diego okay. but i'm in la all the time i was in la this weekend okay so my family's there being being in, in in that area, there is there's so many opportunities and things that you could have done in your life. One of them being a hip hop artist. What was that like that sparked in you and said, you know what, I'm gonna try this new venture and start to, you know, jump into the coaching world? What what pushed you? So originally it was the idea that I always wanted to help people. And I wanted to, I, I envisioned myself as something like originally like a therapist or a psychologist. There was something like where I was going to work with people and speaker. I wanted to be a speaker and be on stage after like being influenced by Tony Robbins and some other people. So early on, I had kind of like that thing I wanted to do eventually while I was working on my music. And I was in LA, you know, putting out albums, you know, working with my you know, doing shows, working with my, um, my band. And there was this feeling like I wasn't really living fully what I was here to do. So it was like, I put all this energy into the music, but the calling to, to help people wasn't being realized. So I actually went through some therapy early on in 2019 and it got me to own that I needed to uh, follow that calling. And that's when I decided to move to Hawaii and kind of clean the slate and I let go of that. And so it was kind of something that was always there. And, uh, and, and then when I dropped music, 
it asked to come back into my life because it just didn't want to be dropped. It, it was like I temporarily let music go and artistry go. And then it was like, yo, this is who you are. And then they came back as a fusion. So it was something I was always called to do, Sean. I always wanted to do it. And the other thing to me is that when I saw Tony Robbins early on, when I got motivated by some of these people early on in the internet marketing space, I felt like I was on the cutting edge. I felt like I was innovating. And that, as you guys know from the Innovator Collective concept, you know, that that I've done, I'm really inspired by the idea of being like a cutting edge, not just following like the what's current. And that's why there's some changes in the world. Like so many people become coaches. It's important now that those who are called to really make a difference, I think, follow that that calling towards what's the next level, what's the cutting edge, so that you don't just drown out with all the people saying the same stuff. I'm always called to be like next level cutting edge. That's what it came from. Yes, and that's one of the things that we love so much about you that really attracted me to you, that you are cutting edge. You're not afraid to take a chance. You are not afraid to like get out. I remember I saw a video of you. It was in this like business uh, arena and there were all these people sitting there they, and you would think they're like I'm going to say the word hot and falutin I like that word they were <laughs> hot falutin and I'm like and you got on the stage and you you did a freestyle I was like I rap with my business suit on right yes, with your business suit on I'm like wow that takes someone who is brave someone who is bold someone who is definitely outspoken about what they stand for mm. and following their calling mm. which is why I want to challenge you right now okay I want to challenge you right now. And I know that you are going to just pass with flying colors, but we like to play a game called 10 day, 10 K in 10 days. All right. Now this game, we were, uh, you gifted me with clubhouse. I'll never forget it. I woke up Christmas morning <laughs> and I had a gift from my coach and said, Hey, you need to get on this platform. I'm like, what is this? And on this platform, I ran into this guy called Grant Cardone. And he was just launching his show called The uh, Undercover Billionaire. Yeah. He was going to be on this show. So we took from that and we created the 10K in 10 Days game that we play with all of our guests. Awesome. Are you up for a challenge? Let's go for it. All right. All right. So I'll break the rules down. First thing, now, if you get the 10K in 10 days, we're going to gift you an extra 10K. So you'll leave out of here with 20K. <laughs> I'm down. Let's right. do it. Keep in mind, it's about, a game. Play, play. I was about to say, you got a little sudden. I was not. Yeah. 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 So you only, yeah. <laughs> you only get the point A to point B and nobody knows you. So you're starting from ground zero and when you can use your, uh, you can use the internet. Mm -hmm. You can use your intellectual property as far as like any education that you got as far as college, anything like that, or any business that you already have established now. Once again, nobody knows you though. You're starting from ground zero. Tell our listeners step-by-step step what you're going to do to inquire that 10K in 10 days. The very first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get clear on who my market is. I'm going to make sure that I'm clear on the market that I'm wanting to uh, attract or I'm wanting to enroll into a program for me. Right. So now I decide that I would like to work with speakers because I love speaking. Speaking is my jam. So I now know that I want to connect with speakers. 
So the second step is to ask myself, who do I know who already has speakers in their, uh, in their list or in their audience, right? So I'm gonna make a list of even people I don't know, right? Nobody knows me, I don't know anybody, that's cool. But I know people because I've gone to Amazon or I've gone to events in the past or I went to YouTube and I'm able to see that these people are speaking to speakers and that you know I can find them on social media, I can find some type of way to ask them. And so I reach out and I create a relationship and out of 20 people that I reach out to, one of them says yes, they're happy to have a call with me. And on that call, I deliver value. I'm of service. I share some value to this individual. It's all in the first couple of days, right? Like we're talking about day three, right? Uh, and it's how many days do I get? 10 days? 10, yeah. 10 days. Right? So let's say this is day three. Finally, I get them on the phone. I've reached out to 20. I got one person and this person and I have a great conversation. I give them great value. They realize that I have some things that I can help their people with. And so I ask them directly if they'd be open to having me share my message with their people, either virtually or in person, whichever way they would prefer. And they agree. At first, they want to push it off for months, but I let them know I've got an imperative and that I'm happy to reciprocate. And I let them know what I can do for them. And also there's an affiliate split. So they're going to make money for each person that I sell. And then we set the date. We get an event. It's virtual. It's in front of their people. They send some emails. I just give them those emails. I write them for them. On day seven, uh, we, we host this together and I make an offer for strategy sessions on the back end. I teach speakers a strategy to use virtual workshops to get more leads, to get more visibility, to close sales. Basically, uh, it's a meta version of what I'm doing right there so they can see that I'm legit in telling people they don't need to have an audience, they don't need to, they can utilize joint venture partners. So everything I'm doing, I'm teaching. And then I get, let's say out of the 15 or 20 people that showed up there, I get four of them to advance to a call. Out of those four, they those calls are set in my schedule for only 48 hours, right? So on day, day, day eight, day nine, three of those four people show up, one of them flakes. Out of those four, out of those three people that show up, Two of those people purchase a $5,000 package to work with me in my group program to help them to use virtual workshops to grow their business. And then I just close 10K in 10 days. That's my coach, y'all. Ah! <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Now you see why Sean Stewart is definitely a oh, boss. Okay, <laughs> oh, boss. Now, don't feel no type of way because I know you're probably listening. Like I was a guest. They didn't give me that type of feedback. It's okay. You have an opportunity to get your answers together before we release the book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was a phenomenal answer. Yeah, yeah, it was, man. Broke it down step by step too. Step by step. So, Sean, if somebody just was listening right now and they heard that and they want to dive deeper into working with you, how can they get in touch with you? So I have a gift that I want to share to make it real easy. Um, uh, I believe you guys have the link. Uh, it's just go.rockyourgift.com forward slash game plan. And this is uh, for coaches who want to start to launch group programs. So I give you the breakdown of how to create what we call an evergreen group program. And it's just a free uh, training on that that you'll get when you go to go.rockyourgift.com forward slash game plan. And then if you want to 
connect further, you'll already be in my community by signing up. And I've got some awesome events that I'm doing all the time. So you can join some of those or uh, you can also set up a, a call with myself or somebody from my team. That's the game plan call. And we'll talk to you about growing your business, uh, helping you to attract more clients through virtual stages or offline stages and how to change, charge more, raise your prices, step into your power, own the champion within so that you can really crush your goals and bring your uh, your gifts to the surface in a bigger way. Awesome. We love free gifts. Thank you for the free gift to our audience because we have many listeners right now. And if you're listening to the Boss Effect podcast, chances are you dream of being your own boss. Sean just broke it down to you that he has a free gift that is going to show you if you are a coach, if you are ready to fill your programs, this is where you need to go. You need to check down in the show notes and make sure you're checking for GoRockYourGift.com forward slash what was it again sean so it's go dot rockyourgift.com forward slash game plan all one word yes. game plan and just as an add-on to that so this is about group programs and for those of you that want to learn how to do the workshop process that i was just sharing in that 10 10 days to 10k example um if you get on my list, you'll see that upcoming, you'll find an opportunity to jump on one of my virtual workshops that sell masterclass. And I'll take you through the step-by-step -step in much more detail. So you can walk away with that plan in motion as well. So just, just stay in touch and, uh, and let's, uh, let's build. Things. Awesome, we definitely appreciate awesome. that, Sean. I love that. Sean, you just literally did a, you just dropped the mic and walked off the stage and you closed the door and everybody's gone and he's gone and everybody's in the room and they're like looking at each other like, oh my God, Sean Douglas Stewart, Sean Stewart, oh my God. What do you want them to be saying? What is that one most profound, memorable statement that you, when you walk off the stage, long after you're gone, the room is talking, what are they saying? I would say that I would want them to say that my gift is extremely valuable and the world needs it. Love that. I love it. Yes, definitely love that. So, Sean, we definitely thank you again for joining us on the Boss Effect podcast. And like always, man, keep rocking your gift and keep allowing your light to shine so everybody else can rock their gift, man. Yes. Thank you, Sean and Kimmy, great to be with you. You guys rock. Appreciate the opportunity. Yes. All righty. You're going to see us in the in the upcoming workshop because I'm coming over right now. I'm going to go rockmygift.com forward slash game plan. Queen, keep me with it. It's Sean Seven. We out. You've been listening to Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. With an IE. Thanks for tuning in to the Boss Effect Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review. Be sure to share this thing out. Share this thing out. Hey, share this thing out. Share this thing out. Tune in every Tuesday for more exciting insights and wisdom on being your own boss. And until next time, peace and blessings in both life and business. Remember, what works for us might not work for you. So take what you need and leave what you don't.